You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome to today's episode of the podcast. So let me tell you what's in store today. Uh, today, I'm not alone. I have a guest, my friend Sean Hampton, our recovery pastor, is with us. So hey, Sean. Hey, hey. Glad to have you, man. I brought Sean in for backup today because uh, he can help me show you the way. So listen, today we're going to be talking about um, a word that is all over town. We're going to be talking about empathy, but I want to tell you why. So um, our our church uh, is partnered with our school district in lots of ways. I mean, one very practical way is we are direct partners with our high school, but we also partner across the district. We, we love our district employees. We certainly love our kids who are in the schools. And for the sake of developing healthy social and emotional skills, our district has an initiative that I really like a lot. Every month, they're going to have a, a key friendly city focus. And, you know, it's one word every month that's connected to some skill that is important for healthy social and, and emotional growth. And today the word is empathy. And I just felt like, you know, as February's focus is on empathy, this is something that we can talk about as a church because growing in empathy will help us understand the way God relates to us and how we can relate to one another. So I just thought we'd take today's podcast to allow the church to speak into the Friendly City Focus on empathy. And I invited Sean because Sean and I have had some very productive conversations over the last couple of months about empathy and I just I have found those productive so I thought I'd bring him into the room so church family here we are well I want to kick off Sean um, with I think a way to sort of define the terms you know Mm -hmm. I've heard of sympathy and I've heard of empathy and one way to appreciate the power of empathy is to help us understand the difference sometimes it's subtle and sometimes it's stark the difference between sympathy and empathy. But all my life I've heard of sympathy and help me understand now empathy. Well, I think we first start off by defining and understanding what sympathy is. And sympathy really means feeling, sometimes it's a feeling of pity or sorrow for someone else's misfortune. It is a meaningful, uh, a thoughtful uh, feeling of sorrow for some another person's hurt. In their in, in their emotional place where they are, so that can be pain. valuable. I mean, you and I have talked. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes sympathy can be a bad thing, mm-hmm. but a lot of times sympathy can be a good thing. So right. just to kind of make sure that I'm following mm-hmm. along correctly, so for me to feel sympathy is that I feel a certain way because of what's happened to you. Correct. And uh, that's not quite as far as we want people to go in right. in really loving your neighbor well. Right. But just to start there, so sympathy is. Man, I feel, maybe a very common way to say this would be something bad happens to you, and I say, gosh, I feel sorry for you, mm-hmm. I feel pity for you, I feel sympathy towards you. Right. It's not always negative, but it's not quite enough. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of that is empathy. It's a much deeper emotion, it's a, it's a choice, it's something that you have to engage in. Sometimes for me, sympathy if I'm around uh the pain of sin, I have sympathy for other people and where they are. Okay, um, And that's almost a... Just a 
a, a, a reaction uh, uh, in a sense. But for me to get to a place of empathy, that's about perspective. I mean, it really is about understanding where they are and what they're going through from their shoes, from their vantage point, seeing the situation through their eyes. So key key difference is in sympathy, I just I felt sorry because I heard something happen to you. Mm-hmm. But empathy, I'm really trying to see this from your perspective. Right. And I'm coming in a little bit closer and I'm putting myself in a healthier place where I um, where I can serve you better and love mm-hmm. you better. Um, all right, so let's one of the things that you've done that's helped me a lot, I think Sean, is you talked to me about four key qualities of empathy. Mm-hmm. So like if, if our church family's listening today, they're saying, Oh, okay, so I'm gonna love my neighbor well, I need to be able to respond to their hurt uh, in a healthy way. I wanna be empathetic, not just sympathetic. Right. So you've got four qualities um, of being able to show empathy well that helps me a little bit. So will you kind of walk us through those? The first one is perspective taking. The first cornerstone for empathy is perspective taking. I have to literally put myself in your shoes, try to really understand what you're going through. So perspective taking is a very fancy way to say you need to see it from where I'm standing. Right. To walk a mile in your shoes. Okay, great. Um, The next aspect is staying out of judgment. Okay, so staying out of judgment or avoiding making judgments. Uh, what do you mean, John? I think that's really about judging others where they are in their pain, whatever whatever circumstance or situation that got them there. Let's just look at what they're dealing with, not place judgments on them. And one of the saddest things I think about judgment in that way is we're putting ourselves above them. We're we're better than. Okay. And in that, there is no no possibility of connection of true meeting them meeting somebody in their hurts habits or hang-ups or in the pain, the pain of sin that they're experiencing. So if the power of empathy is that I would be in there with you, that I would see it from your perspective, um, judgment is going to cripple that. Like if I'm determined to stop already and make judgments. Okay, that's wise. So what's the third quality of healthy healthy empathy? (laughs) The next quality is probably oftentimes one of the hardest. You you think judgment is hardest, but really recognizing the emotion in others. All right, you're right. I am kind of surprised. So why, why is recognizing emotion in other people. Why is that the hard step? Because I think you have to be curious. Okay. Um, you don't want to assume or try to be a mind reader. Yep. You can state what you notice, you know, from what you've told me, Ben, what you've been going through lately. I, you for me, this, you do this to me at work a lot. <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> I could see how that would be difficult, and you'd have a lot of sadness and loneliness or fear or pain from that. So you're being curious, and then you would say, you know, is that true? You would, you always want to make sure you, you you check with that person what they're going through and try to get them to speak from their emotions because it's really truly in our emotions that we are connecting and we get clarity to be able to turn that over to Christ. You know, I wonder if one of the handicaps for recognizing emotions in others is, you know, Sean, to be honest, a lot of us, if we're not careful, we're really only concerned about ourselves today, mm-hmm. and so we're not looking for the emotions in others because we're really just concerned about our emotions. Yep. I feel offended or I feel happy or I'm so concerned about how I feel that I don't pause to look for the emotions of others. Does that right. make sense? Most definitely. And another, I guess in a trap in that is if you haven't dealt with your pain and your shame and your sadness and hurt you're and not. you're, and you're in, trying to connect with somebody that's in a lot of shame or a lot of hurt or fear, then you're going to bring yours in that situation. And it's just going to cause just a, a storm of, of, of difficult, 
hard emotions. So I love this idea of being able to recognize emotions in other people. You know, and Sean, I'm just going to practice. I don't know if I'm if I if I'm doing this right, but I want our church to be skilled at this when we go out to our mission field today to love mm-hmm. our neighbor well, right? So would this be an okay example of that? I mean, if I look up and see you at work one day and just look like you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders, I might say, "Hey, Sean, good to see you this morning, man. Listen, I have been thinking about all the stuff that you're trying to handle right now, mm-hmm. and uh, man, that must be hard. I wonder how." Are you feeling? Are you tired? Are mm-hmm. you? Is this? Is this a burden? I mean, is it an okay way to say this? I, I, I most definitely. And and when you do that, and when that person, um, get kind of go communicates what they're feeling, they're right. able to be in touch with that. Um, the the fourth aspect is communicating the emotions that they're feeling and connecting with the emotions and the pain that you've experienced. And I really think this understanding of empathy is truly an under, a, a, a really good understanding or example of what 2 Corinthians 1-4 talks about comforting others with the comfort we've received. Mm-hmm. So if I'm trying to comfort you in your pain, I come to you with the comfort that I've received in Christ through a painful situation I've experienced. And I say, Ben, I might not have gone through exactly what you've been through, but I've been through this, and I can share and boast of the hope that I have in the glory of God and tell how God has comforted me and acknowledge your pain and what you're going through. So I, I want to read I want to read 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, mm-hmm. just so that we can think about how our past experiences will allow us to to be more empathetic as we love people well. <clears throat> Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of all mercies and God of all comfort, mm-hmm. who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort which we ourselves are comforted by God. Amen. That's awesome. So it's a cool way to think about how if I've been through a hard season and now look up and I I care enough about my neighbor to recognize the emotion in them, to see that they're hurt, to communicate and start a conversation. Hey, man, thinking about what you're going through, that must be hard. How are you? It it seems to me that you might be afraid. Are you all right? Mm -hmm. Uh, For me to not make a judgment, you know, I'm not interested in stopping at this point to try to to make moral judgments or put myself above them to say to think that I'm better. I just want to help right now. And I'm wise enough now to take their perspective, to be able to imagine what's it like to be in their shoes. And so here we are, and I'm able to draw on Second Corinthians and think about, you know what? I mean, I want to think about how God has comforted me through my sorrow. So here I am to be used by the Lord to comfort the next person who's hurting and developing some skills in empathy will equip us to be a little bit better at that. And in that, that's a beautiful expression and understanding of what it looks like to walk with each other in Christ. Right on. To really and truly connect with each other and to love each other like Christ calls us to. Well, Sean, I appreciate you helping uh, me and the rest of our church family think through the skills required to be able to show empathy well and how to integrate that even into our Christian worldview so Mm -hmm. that we can draw on the strength that the Lord gives us. One of the things we talked about before we started the podcast today is, you know, it's kind of cool if you think about the, um, just the ability to walk in somebody else's shoes, to see life from their perspective. You know, in Hebrews chapter four, you and I were talking about um, this passage in the Bible that tells us that because God incarnate, Jesus Christ. Christ walked among us and suffered in the flesh, died a troublesome death Mm -hmm. and was raised again. We have a high priest that is Jesus who is not unable 
to understand our sufferings and to mm-hmm. be empathetic or sympathetic to us, but rather he's able to understand exactly where we've been because he chose to come and walk in our shoes. So it may be a, a very beautiful way for us to live out the gospel if we recognize these two steps. Mm-hmm. Step one, God came down to us to bring his ministry to us, to redeem us. Yep. And now as his people, his body, when we look around our high school, our middle school, our elementary school today, and we see friends or family members who are hurting, we can take that same ministry to them. And the skills of empathy help us to understand where they are and to come right alongside them and feel with them so that we'll be in a good spot to be able to minister to them and comfort them with the comfort that we've been given by God. Amen. I love it. Hey, Sean, thanks for that. Listen, if you are a part of our uh, school district, if you're a student or a parent of one of our students, or if you're a faculty member, staff member, listen, I just want to encourage you to take today's podcast. If you have found it helpful, share it with somebody else you think that it would encourage, and let's become a community who is better at empathy. 